You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you listening in and we're glad to have you listening in from all over the world. And uh, I want to tip our hats to Australia. They're always listening in and also the UK. So uh, we're, we're blessed to have those folks uh, listening to America's Web Radio. It's always a thrill to hear from them. And uh, today we're, we have... Uh, Thrown the virus out the window for the day, and sitting around the round table in the studio is no one. Uh, so <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the flag, and uh, uh, but we got them on we got them on the air anyway. We have through the modern technology called telephone, and we've got four cans and two long strings, and we got. One going to Steve's house and one going to Jim's house, and I'm in where I live, the studio. And so welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show, and um, we're not letting that little virus slow us down one bit. Uh, Jim has almost completed his uh, COVID-19 storm shelter, and... uh, (laughs) And I got a haircut, David. What did they cut? Doing? I haven't done that yet. What, what did yeah. they cut? I got a high and tight. Oh. D- I, did you save I the hair for later? The, well, I had to go all the way to Fort Benning to the reception center to get it. And they wanted me to stay, but I told them, no, I had to go home. Why? They needed some kind of flashlight? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, they needed the dome. They Did. needed the dome. <laughs> so for landing. Well, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, this has been an interesting year so far. <laughs> Boy, has uh, my my last as three. As far years. as the hobby goes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess the first one to pick up now is NASCAR, which is good. At least yep. somebody's doing something, and. Uh, I don't know if you gentlemen have heard, but we have a, a tremendous young man doing a show now. His name is Jack uh, Christides, and uh, he's a graduate of the University of Michigan in sports management. And he covers all, basically, all professional sports, including NASCAR. And uh, he his show is about the business side of all of it. And, uh, you know, the amount of money the owners are losing and uh, NASCAR has shown now that it can do it without any problems. And hopefully uh, some other sports will take up that, you know, the at the rate things are going, the pandemic will have killed less people than the economy will. Uh, it, it's... Uh, it's bad. It's tough. And uh, it's got to – that's what I was going to talk – I hate the fact that I'm going to talk about this or wanted to talk about it if you guys will go along. Um, I hate to talk about – everybody's talking about the pandemic and the coronavirus and this and that, and, and uh, yet it has had to – 
you I don't know if Jim if you've kept up with it or Steve but uh, what it's got to be killing the new car dealers and the used car dealers I would yeah. assume uh, there's a website that, that's public that you can look at in in the car industry there's there's uh, two big publications weekly news news sources at automotive news and wards and if you go and look at those, and I, I look at them every day just because, you know, we're spending 45 years doing this stuff, um, their average sales are down about 50% uh, in dealerships, new car sales. Wow. Uh, most plants are still closed. There's a few that have started to open marginally, but but again, there's you know, it, it, people just cars are not that I guess that essential right now, and they're starting to come open up. I, I know for a fact, uh, the one that you know I looked at was read the article was Hyundai was down 37 percent in sales the mm. first quarter. Well, well, wait a second. Cars are extremely important right now. If you want to go out to dinner and pick the drive-through that you want to go to, be it McDonald's or Burger King's, <laughs> you can't walk through them. You got to drive through them. And uh, you want to take somebody right. out? Which drive-through do you want to go to? Well, we went last night to uh, the first time we've been in a restaurant. We went to Oh Charlie's near us. And it was kind of interesting. They. They uh, uh, they had inside dining, but it was done according to all the rules. So we we got a, a booth, and then the next one over on and, and to us on front and rear was empty. And then there was another couple, and it was definitely way more than six feet because they have big tables and big big things at O'Charlie's, and all of the staff people all wore plastic gloves and uh, throwaway gloves and and. Uh, uh, face masks, and they had the menus were in paper, and they threw them away. Right, they they ripped them in half right in front of you, so you could see. They put a table, they put a a tray right at the edge of your your table, and that's where your stuff went. Nobody, nothing else went there. Hmm. So they, they then there weren't a whole lot of people in there, but it was just you know something to just to see. I'd never it was and again another new experience going to a restaurant like that. Oh yeah, that I I, hadn't heard, I haven't been to a restaurant. I haven't even tried. Uh, well, a lot of them are open and and uh, for for in the Atlanta area anyway for for indoor dining, but they have all of these rules and the. I don't know about the mom-and-pop restaurants, but the big chains, like O'Charlie's, a huge chain across the country, and they, they have all these rules, and they're, they're doing as they're supposed to. Well, and, and I guess, well, they should, but um, I, uh, that, that's interesting that uh, they're doing all those things. Uh, it's even like driving through Chick-fil-A. They put your stuff in a basket and stick it out the window at you. And you grab it yeah. out of the basket and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, we've got yeah. We went to to Mellow Mushroom, another big national chain. They don't go inside, and you call ahead, you pay for it, and when you get there, they give you an approximate time. You get there, and there's a there's somebody that greets you with all of the equipment on, and then they go in and get your order and you leave. In the even liquor stores, even liquor stores are doing that, <laughs> yeah. and they're they're always busy. 
Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Dad. There's there's one 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 right not far from us, and you never used to see many cars there. And now you see a million. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, and that's a... couple a, of them won't let you in. That's a sad you scenario, too, you know? Well, uh, it's, you hey, know, we'll, we'll get through this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Picking up on on what Steve said about the uh, new car dealers, of course, used cars, there's a big issue there, and there's a huge backup in rental car fleets that hasn't even oh, yeah. been in the auction yet. That's true. You know, but I, the other thing that's scary is Hertz may go bankrupt, and uh, they have quite a significant number of cars that uh, are ready to be sold, and they need to raise cash. And of course, the car used car market is way down, not oh, only sure. in price but in in sales volume. And the other thing is that. All the rental car companies have canceled their orders for the next go around. Yeah, for all the manufacturers, and that's everybody. That's that's not only the domestics, but it's also the uh, transplants. I'm talking Toyota, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, so uh, and Kia. They're they're just not ordering cars from them. You know, I tell you, I want I want to throw something out here. That's that. um a lot of folks, I doubt that you all have heard this, but uh, it happens that uh, one of our one of our hosts' sons is is building these, and uh, you'll start seeing them all over the place. And we've all we all know, and, and the first ones were built, or w- the first one was built for the White House and has been installed. And uh, now the White House, I think they have one at every door that you can possibly come in or out. And that's a, it's a UV light machine, but it's a different. Um, I, I was I'm very familiar with UVB, UV, UVC, uh, and and, UV, and UVA. But this is a very this is a new. I don't know if you call it frequency or new, whatever you call it, uh, but a UV light that uh, is only on a few seconds, but when you walk through it, you are sanitized from from hair to shoes. Yes, and, uh, yeah, I read about that. That's what turns Donald Trump's hair orange. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's in the White House. You'll start seeing they've already gotten thousands of orders since the one went in the White House from restaurants up and down the gambit. There's another thing that we're going to be introducing uh, through my advertising agency that's coming on board very shortly, and this is going to be both for residential and commercial, and this is a new HVAC product that uh, will kill all viruses, including uh, Legionnaire's disease. It kills mold. It kills mildew. It kills anything in your HVA duct system, and uh, you'll start hearing about that. We're going to be starting to uh, roll out the introduction of it uh, within the next two weeks, and it yeah, should... I saw it on TV. They've they've had it on television. They Does haven't it had anything with politicians. <laughs> they haven't had our pro- They haven't had our product on TV because we haven't we haven't put it no, out. No, but yet. I mean the UV system. Oh, the U- right. Yeah, the UV. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah. uh, our system is entirely different. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a chemical product that is, uh, you know, not harmful to people, but 
it sure will kill mold and mildew and viruses and uh, uh, everything, and it'll go in your HVA system, which you can't exactly put uh, the UV light system in the U- in the heating and air conditioning system, but this you can, and it's uh, it's been tested, it's been proven, and we're going to be uh, announcing it within the next, uh, like I said, within the next week or two weeks. And uh, we expect one to go in the White House, as a matter of fact. But it'll be in addition to the uh, UV light that you have to walk through. This will just be in the heating and air conditioning system. And it'll be, uh, it's, we've got two versions of it. One's a commercial version and one's a uh, residential version. So life is changing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Steve, especially there's, go ahead. No, no, go uh-huh. on, Jim. I was going to ask a question. Are there any car events besides NASCAR coming up? I know there's no Formula One, and at least there'll probably are. June. June. June? And end of June, I think, is the first Formula One race. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think the first or second week IndyCar comes back on TV. Uh, okay. uh, and as far, you know, it, it, as far as... as regular people uh, participant events there have been so many cancellations uh, there's a couple that are that are kind of kind of important uh, Pebble Beach got canceled yeah that's huge yep. oh wow yes. yeah yeah all that's gone been canceled except for the race pardon all of Monterey's events yeah on Carso Italiano and the uh, yeah the whole deal is done. one yeah except the race they're still talking about holding the vintage car race yeah so that one and the Charlotte Auto Fair which is the biggest car event right uh, in the southeast thousands of people go there uh, and the and and there was an AACA national meet and that got postponed to June and then it got canceled. So they wow. have a fall auto fair in, and I think it's October or November. Uh, October, yeah, yeah. And they they uh, uh, that one has, but AACA has decided to not have a national meet there. So there's not going to be there's you know there's only a couple national meets that it, there was one in Florida back in February. Okay. Yeah, and there's a Grand National uh, down in uh, uh, in Allentown that there's, and that's at the very end of July. They're hoping to do that. That's still on the books for AACA. Okay. Uh, everything else got got canceled. Uh, uh, the divisional tour, I think, in Maryland, got moved to the end of August. Uh, the Buzzy Tour got moved to August. We signed up for the Glidden Tour, and and that's in Saratoga Springs, and that's in the middle of September. Everything else we were going to do has been canceled. Here's the big kicker for this whole deal is there's a lot of discussion about canceling Hershey. Wow. Whoa. And that's never happened, and that's the middle of October. 
Yeah. Well, I tell you what, uh, let, so uh, Steve, Steve, October. Let, let's let everybody ponder that for a second. We need to take a break. We'll be back on the Classic Car Show right after this, and you all can think about whether you're going to make plans or, my goodness, look at all the hotels and motels around Hershey that would lose a ton. We'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Hi, my name is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about anti-car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best anti-car insurance you can get, such as agreed value. Uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call J C Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And uh, we're back on America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. And during all of this uh, pandemic, I want to remind folks that if you've never gone to our website, we have some of the most fantastic shows going, without a doubt. The Doctor's Lounge, The Master's Message, which uh, we invite everybody on Friday at 11 o'clock to uh, come (coughs) meditate with our Kung Fu Master, Deru. And uh, he's known all over the world, and he is incredible. We have David's Pick. We have uh, Remembering Desert Shield and Desert Storm with General Richard Dix. And uh, right now he's taking a uh, sabbatical in that he is uh, doing the logistics for the United States. He's been called back up by the military to handle the logistics uh, for the pandemic, whether it's masks, it's uh, ventilators, whatever it is, he's the man in charge. And um, we have agent in charge, which we have started our own investigation, uh, which sounds like, who are they to do that? Well, we have the right people do it in the right place doing it. And it's uh, our agent in charge, Sandy Bostic, that uh, retired from Homeland Security. And he's doing, uh, he has a lot of friends left in uh, federal agencies. And uh, we're doing our own thing. He's doing and reporting to you all about what went on in the FBI regarding General Flynn and how illegal most of it was. So, and it all comes back to one thing, follow the money. So with that being said, let's get back to the classic car show. And I love the fact, guys, that uh, we're doing a live show and uh, we're not letting the pandemic 
virus stop us today, by golly? And I think what you all are saying about the industry is is fascinating. What do you think the the turnout will be when the all clear is sounded? Well, um, go ahead, okay. Jim. Well, are you referring to the hobby, David, or to the actual business? To the business, I think. Yeah, the business, um, it depends upon how much pent-up demand there is, which includes need for new or used cars, uh, because people are hardly driving now. So I, I would say, first of all... Uh, used car values have probably dropped significantly. And what, yes. whether manufacturers put a lot of tr- what we call trunk money or incentives on the cars uh, remains to be seen. Depends upon how much inventory they have. And remember, these factories have not been working. So that's always a challenge. When the thing started to bottom out, couple months ago, trucks were out selling passenger cars. They still are. Yeah, are they? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you, you see it daily and I see it weekly. Yeah. So, you know, everybody in business needs a truck at one time or another, so that's probably another explanation as to why truck sales are so high. Anyway... Go ahead. Yeah, and then they were talking about in automotive news uh, all of the the, the suppliers. You yes. know that, that you can't, you can't build the cars without the stuff, and a lot of them have just flat gone away. Yep. And then, so there's going to be a shortage of of pieces for this stuff. That that has to yeah, trickle down to your parts dealerships as well, and your Napa's and all the rest of it. That. If people ain't, if they ain't using it, they ain't going to need it. Well, well, thing. I was in a Napa yesterday. That's one that Steve's very familiar with, and they're very good. And they were they were busy, but they weren't busy. Uh, they had a guy out in front trying to fix his car, and and then they had me in there trying to get a fan belt. And they had a couple of other guys in there, but there were only two counter people. <laughs> is all so you know i didn't ask them what their volume was like or how far off they were but there are people going to get cars or get parts for their cars and i was at a dealership last week getting my wife's car serviced and they were busy they were really busy which surprised me hmm. well so, a lot of the dealers because of the slow time now are, are and it's unusual. Are offering reduced rates, better, you know, uh, sure. on on stuff to to keep their service department. Busy. Oh yeah, you know the and one of the employed. one of the things yes. that I've never heard of is the pickup and delivery. Uh, call us, we'll pick it up, we'll take it back to the shop, and then we'll bring your car back to you and yep. leave you sanitized. Car yeah, and, yeah, uh, and then my car was wiped down. I mean, they wiped mine down, and uh, they even washed the ex- exterior. So, when in uh, antique car and in the hobby stuff, uh, several of the big suppliers have been closed. For example, with my British cars, I'm always looking at Moss Motors. Moss Motors has been closed for a month, and they're the biggest British car antique car parts supplier in the country, and they've wow. been closed. 
And so it's been, if you're looking for stuff like I've been working on my MGB, uh, it's been a hunting process to call some of the smaller suppliers to see if they have stuff. And eventually I found everything I need, but this has affected the, the part suppliers and some of the traditional uh, antique uh, parts suppliers and manufacturers of antique car parts have gone away. They've just, they've gone bankrupt, they've closed their doors, done. So I don't know long-term effects that's going to have on, on this stuff if somebody's going to pick up the manufacture of this. You know, uh, people, people like me that are are not too bright, in the back of my mind, you keep thinking, well, you know, when when the flag goes up that everything's clear, just flip a switch and everything's going to be back to normal. It ain't going to be back to normal for months. And some of them, like you said, Steve, a lot of them have closed permanently and won't be back at all. And, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Steve mentioned Moss Motors. Uh, I want to tip the hat to Morgan Spares. That's a family-owned business up in New York, in Copac, New York. And they are open, and they are providing excellent service. So if anybody's got a Morgan, it's Morgan Spares. Yeah, it, it Moss did just reopen. So a lot of them are opening up, up now. But if you read the... The forums on AACA horseless carriage, all the ones I look at, there's there's a lot of them that are going away, and then and then the the other thing that is is worth some discussion is, and all of the forums online uh, have been anti car values affected by this, and I, I don't know if you guys realize or have paid any attention. But all of the big auctions that were he- going to be held, the Solibert Jackson, Auctions America, all of them have been canceled for the summer. Uh, by, the, by the way, while, while we got two seconds here, I want to mention the fact that J.C. Taylor Insurance has been open through all of this, and they've had their people there. Uh, I can't address the full staff, but I know that uh, the people that I deal with there have been coming in, and uh, if you have a question about your insurance on your classic car or just on your street rod or whatever it happens to be, you can call J.C. Taylor, and they'll take care of you like they always do. And I want to tip my hat to them. They are such a fine company, and if you don't have your car insured or you're about to come up for a premium uh, change, well, Keep in mind, give J.C. Taylor a call, and they will take care of you through this and through everything. And uh, they have just been outstanding. And, uh, you know, given some breaks, and uh, I can't go into detail on everything, but uh, I do want to tell you that if, if you got a question, you need to call them. J.C. Taylor Insurance. So, back to uh, our live show. Thank goodness it's live and nobody's dead. Uh, that that would be hard to have you guys on the air, you know. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> you're you're trying to fake me out there. Okay, well that's all right. I, I can take a joke. I'm the one that's in the studio. I must be able to take a joke. I've got my hand sanitizer right in front of me. And by the way, uh, another note that I'll throw in is that. Uh, 
One of our one of our hosts, his name is Chance Ritchie. He does our business hour now, and he's turned his manufacturing chemical. One of his businesses, he has a number of them, but one of them is a chemical business in Michigan, and uh, he's gone from making other chemicals to making hand sanitizer, and he will be, uh, it looks like he'll be the uh, hand sanitizer distributor for General Motors. Um, He will supply them with huge barrels of hand sanitizer for all of their plants, and uh, any place uh, you see a GM sign, it will have... uh, Chance's hand sanitizer in it. So, our hats off to him taking the making the decision to go from one kind of chemicals to the hand sanitizer to help the country out. And uh, you know, we just—it's amazing. As small as we are, the number of people that we have and or have had on shows that have fallen in they've been asked once and they volunteered after that to uh, do something with the pandemic like general Dix and and uh, chance and uh, we've got a couple of others that uh, it, it just you know when the going gets tough that's when Americans get going and uh, you know like I said the we're not going to be able to flip a switch and everything go back to what we thought was normal but I think we will be flipping switches and starting back to normal in the very near future. Let's hope so. And uh, uh, a lot of local breweries, craft breweries, are now making hand sanitizer, David, which I I think is very good. They've just switched over. Yeah. Well, they're they're not, not quite the size of what Chance is doing, but... Oh, you know everybody. It's everybody's pitching in, and uh, I think this is. It just shows the uh, American initiative, and uh, we will come through this. And uh, everybody says we'll be better on the other side. I don't know about that, but uh, I do know that. Um, and I've said this many, many times that this reminds me, from my standpoint, the media standpoint, of when uh, President Kennedy was assassinated and. Everybody looked at each other and said, "We'll just pull down the books to see what we do when a president's assassinated." Well, <laughs> there weren't one, you know. <laughs> there wasn't yep. a book to pull down, so it's sort of like with the pandemic in the media. Uh, we'll just pull down the book and see what we do in a pandemic. Well, there there is no book on it. There will be after this, though. I can assure you, there'll be lots of books, and uh, yeah. I think in many ways. My business, uh, my profession, I should say, has done more harm than good in many cases. Uh, sometimes the media should learn to keep their their mics uh, turned off instead of turned on. But uh, I don't control it, and nobody asks me my opinion anyway. So I give it on on this on this on America's Web Radio. And I, I, I am concerned, you know, do you think we will be back at some point down the road to uh, the demands that we were having in, in the car business and even the, the re- some of the ridiculous prices that classic cars were bringing? No, 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 that's never going to come back, except for very special cars. 
again, if you read the, if if you look at all the forms, and it's been a constant, constant. So you know, somebody will ask a question about this, and 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 the, there'll be two, three hundred replies, and a, and a lot of the people who got into this, they don't give a damn about the car, and they're not my favorite people anyway. All they're caring is, is for investments, and and the the best advice I'll give anybody: buy a car that you like, that you want to own, and you want to drive, and that you can afford. It's not a damn investment; it's a car. If you want investment, go buy Krugerrands. <laughs> but you know, this is a car hobby, not an investment hobby. Play the stock market. Go to your local broker, the off-track betting office, and bet on that. It's it's a car hobby. It's not as not a, a betting hobby. And these some of these people are getting hosed big time. And you know that's okay as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, well, I think they well taken, Steve. yeah they jumped into something that they really weren't. They knowledgeable about. They just saw, you know, my God, if a '57 Chevy can bring that, I want to get one and sell it at. BJ well, yeah, sure. A lot of the, I don't know what the right name, but you know, the investment groups have bought very expensive antique cars. And and you mentioned '57 Chevys about five years ago, and I know Jim will back me up on this. You look at Barry Jackson, a '57 Chevy convertible. It was a, a number one condition car. They were bringing 150, 160 thousand dollars at the auction. Now you're yep. lucky if you can get fifty. Yeah, it's it's, it, it, it's like rolling the dice. <laughs> yes, it's it's like you know it's like the damn stock market. All these people whine and whine and whine about the stock market, but I've never heard them say, "Gee, I made way too much money this year in the stock market. I'm going to give some back." Okay, wait a second, guys. I I just thought of something that across the nation has to be funny, and that is. How many wives have been able to say, I told you so, you bought that damn car, and I told you so? <laughs> Don't you know that? Well, I'm sure that's of... <laughs> happened, because it's not. It, 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 like I said, it, it's a bet, and I, and I, I, those kind of people, the hobby can do without. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't know how to fix it It's the family that brings their car to a show, and they bring the kids. Or the grandkids. Yeah, go out and get ice cream on Sunday afternoon in the Model A. Yeah. That's fine. That's 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 the kind of people that uh, enjoy the cars. The yeah. people that are are uh, speculating, they don't enjoy them. No, it doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't mean anything. They they, they could care less, and you know that's just the way it is with these people. But I I don't I I don't have any sympathy for them. Like I said, you buy what you want that you want, not not what's good, what you want and what you want to drive and what you can afford. I've had friends who have taken out second mortgages on their house to buy an old car, and I said, you're out of your mind. Whoa. You're just nuts. You're nuts. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. And it's really affected. I mean, you go look at the AACA website. And go to general discussion and read, look at some of these forums. And, and these people are all whining about the money they're losing. Well, you know, shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm not very popular with my responses on the websites, as you could probably tell. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, it's, you know, well, maybe, Steve, maybe this, maybe this is a good... reality orientation. But, you know, maybe this is people. the uh, good side of this. It will, when we come out of it, maybe this will have caused realism and bring the market back to where it should be to begin with, you know, and force and the, those... The true, more true value. But the yeah. big cars, Duesenbergs, special Porsches, special, not just right, not Ferrari 308s and that group of stuff, but the real old 12-cylinder Ferraris and Aston Martin DB cars, early ones, they're going to hold their value. They're going to do fine. But how many people do you know have an extra million or two laying around that they can they can buy one of these? I just know you the guy, average the guy. He bought it because he got a good deal. And now he's going to make a killing. It ain't happening anymore, brother. Those <laughs> days are done. I the only two guys that can afford it are you two that I know. So beyond that, uh, my my circle of friends don't run in uh, Ural's uh, class. Yeah, it, like I said, it's just like the stock market. It's off track betting. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. Buy it, and and I don't want to hear. I'm so tired of hearing these people whine. <laughs> all right, let's. I got a question for Steve. What's going on with the Maxwell? The Maxwell is ninety five percent done. They've been driving it. The the uh, one of the Steves has gone back north. Uh, the other one is not even going back north this year. He's staying in Florida. Wow. He's got other projects going on, and when he gets some time, he takes the Maxwell for a ride and is fine-tuning all of the settings and the adjustment, especially the the oil, the number of oil drips. That changes as everything wears in. So I added uh, for those of you who know I'm talking about, the Maxwell has a very peculiar lubrication system, but not peculiar to cars in the er, in the O's and at the extremely early teens, they they use crankcase pressure to push oil up into a tank, and then on the the if you will the the firewall or the, it's actually the dashboard too. There was a thing that they pushed oil into this, <clears throat> and there's adjustments, and you count the number of drips, and then there's whole there there in, in, goes into this glass arrangement. You can watch watch. And then three hoses go out and feed the bearings, except for the valve train, which you have to stop and, and oil every hour with a separate oil can. I mean, this is not a, a let's, let's, let, let's go to, to uh, uh, TJ Maxx and then stop it, you know, uh, for dinner on the way home. So, <laughs> That's a two-day trip. And as pieces break in, the, the, the oil requirements change and stuff. So they're getting it, they're getting it ready. And it, I don't know if Florida's open. I, I'm not sure. For a while, you couldn't even go into or out of Florida. I'm not sure. I don't even know. Steve, how did, how did you come out with the uh, engine casing that you were having? Uh, I got two of them from Canada. Okay, so you well, uh, a guy, a guy had four. He wanted to do one for his two-cylinder Maxwell <clears throat> and keep one case as a spare, so I bought two from him. 
and then they were shipped down, and the, uh, our, those guys, see, I don't know anything about stuff that old. I really don't. I've never had anything like this. That's why the, I don't, I'm in no great hurry. I'm going to let these guys set get everything set up correctly, and then I'll, uh, we'll be able to use it. I understand that's what Brenda says about you. I can't, I'm sorry I couldn't hear you. You're really weak. I, I said that uh, I understand that's what Brenda says about you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never never mess with anything that old and really doesn't, you know, doesn't know what to do, so... Yeah, anyway, that's that's, that's for sure. At, at my age, I I don't have to worry about getting arrested for sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we bring the best out in you, Steve. Uh, I have a question for David, real quick. Uh, I know you were quite involved with the moving wall thing, and that those right. guys they got it got vandalized. I was just curious, whatever happened with that. Okay, they uh, they got a picture of the guy, and uh, it was just it was just one teenager that, and they couldn't figure out what the dents were in the wall initially, and what they finally figured out was it was skateboards, and uh, the kid would take off and go as fast as he could because he was going to be horizontal to the ground as he rode the wall, you know, and. Uh, there was a lot of damage, and the only thing, again, uh, I don't want to say saving grace, but uh, they had already called off the uh, the opening of it because of the uh, pandemic, and uh, now they've had to repair, they've had to replace all of the panels, and uh, there's there's a parent that's going to be in for a very rude awakening one of these days. And um, I hope it comes sooner than later, but that's that's where it's at. And as soon as they get it repaired, and as soon as uh, as soon as we can. In fact, I talked to uh, Mike Mazel, who's in charge of it. Um, uh, I guess last week, and uh, you know, it's like everything else. Everybody is very frustrated. You know, plans change, and this and that, and. You just got to live with it, and uh, that's what they're doing. And uh, it it has it has given them time that it's going to be totally complete when they uh, when we do have the uh, ribbon cutting ceremony. Have, have they put the kid in jail? No. No. Nope. Why not? Well, because I'm. Well, there's a there's a whole other story there too, Anna. Okay. Um, but I ain't in charge, you know. <laughs> That's. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a, a partial another story to it, and uh, I don't agree with it. But uh, uh, one of the one of the executives in Johns Creek says, "Well, we don't want to uh, ruin the kid's life," and by. You know, because it will. I mean, if he's identified as, there are a lot of veterans that uh, don't like the idea of you messing with our wall. And uh, well, as long as the parents pay for it, or he make him pay for it. Well, he's supposedly uh, that's part of the option is that he's going to have to work it off, and the parents pay too. So we'll see. And and it's like everything else. Uh, we don't know the ramifications of this virus, and 
you know, we were going to open the wall, or I say we, they were going to open the wall on March the 28th. And here it is, almost May the 28th, two, two months later. And uh, who knows when they'll ever be able to do it at this point. And they were going to have quite a ceremony and, you know, honor guards and all this. And uh, that's all been put on hold. So. Well, I, I, just, I just wondered. It just sort of, that story just disappeared. I know it has nothing to do with old cars, but it you know, being a Vietnam vet, I was I was very, sort of interested to see sure. what was going to happen, and it just went away, the whole thing. Well, that's, um, there. there's a partial story to that, too. But, you know, again, I'm not in the, I'm not in the decision-making part of it, so I just uh, keep my mouth shut, I guess. Uh, but it, it will come to pass, and it will be a... It will be quite a uh, tourist uh, stop, you know, where veterans will come and and look up their friends or, or you know, so many memories. And uh, it will be it will be quite a quite a thing for uh, Johns Creek and Peachtree uh, Corners has their memorial as well. So um, North Georgia is getting a whole lot of it. With that being yeah, said, be let's. Easier. Pardon? Yeah. It'd be a lot easier to get there than Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was drawing. I mean, when it would go around the country, the, the number of people that would come to it was just incredible. And even set up like it is at Johns Creek, they have visitors, you know, uh, there all the time. And uh, yeah. there's some, some really good stories and some... Very sad stories, but it's a it's a good tribute to uh, the men and women that uh, were in country in Vietnam. So, and we invite everybody when it's open. I guarantee you, the world will know it. Good. So, what? Are, uh, how how long do you think? Uh, I mean, I it's going to take a while to get back. It's going to get take a while for the the classic car business to get back. But we're going to continue to do shows, and we're going to continue to support the classic car hobby and industry and business. And um, if you folks have a message that you want to deliver about your business being back going, I know we've we've started this with, we've got a special advertising package if you'd like to give us a call, and we'll talk about it and advertise on this show. Uh, J.C. Taylor has been with us for years and years, and uh, they're very pleased with us. We've got another uh, company that, another business that uh, it's been incredible. You know, and th- this is what's really strange about this whole thing, from my perspective, is that some businesses are knocking it out of the park right now, and they're they're strange businesses. You wouldn't necessarily think that. Uh, this one happens to be in the surveying industry, and uh, they're doing quite well. And <laughs> yeah, you know, sort of surprising, but uh, they're doing well. And uh, if you've got a business that you're opening back up or that you've kept open during all of this, let us know about it, and we'll put you on this show or we'll put you on uh, our business hour and interview you and talk about your business and what you have planned for the future. Uh, 
So with that, uh, I'll, we still got about ten minutes to go. What? Uh, anything in your guys' crystal balls? Well, like I said, the big thing right now is 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 the the lack of, and, I, and this is all over the country. Local events and national events. I, like I said, the only thing that we're honestly going to do this year is the Glidden Tour, which is the 75th anniversary of the Glidden Tour, and that's in Saratoga Springs, New York, in the middle of September, and then Hershey, and we'll see what, you know, see what happens with Hershey. I People just don't know. At this point, everything is is up in the air going on right now. I I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know, my uh, my younger sister and I decided we want to write a song called I Don't Know. That term, those three words, are on the lips. We, we have some family situations going on um, health-wise right now that um, we use the term continually, I don't know. And I've gone through that for the last two and a half years of I don't know why. I don't know. I don't, you know, and and the truth of the matter is, nobody knows. Yeah, but the good thing for the hobby is right now, I, and there is a positive to this. And like myself, for example, with being not having to 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 plan and get ready and go and do, I've been able to get a lot of projects done on my old cars. That you know, one of those. Well, one of these days I'll get to that. I might get in my one of these day list is getting smaller and smaller and smaller all the time. Oh, I so we're getting getting stuff finished. And most of the guys I talk to, and all the old car guys I talk to and communicate with all over the country are saying the same thing. You know, well, I finally got around to putting this on that I've been meaning to or doing this or rebuilding <laughs> the front end on the Model A or whatever. Well, you know, so there's well, a good side. Steve, to this. Steve, let me ask yeah, you because I'm, uh, Jim. Let me ask Steve something right quick. I, I know that yeah. that Steve is the whiz kid. So, uh, has in in the industry slash hobby, has uh, the computer taken over like it has in many other areas? Uh, are you seeing people showing their whatever's online? Uh, Oh yeah, there's been virtual. There, all of the clubs are doing virtual car shows, and you can put your car up there and tell your story and put some pictures up. Some of them even are giving weekly awards for the best car. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Well, where there's yeah. a will, there's a way, huh? Yes. Well, the the other thing I was going to point out is we're not spending the money going to events. And so there is some money being accrued. That's true. I never thought about yeah. that, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're not going off on yours, and I'm not going off on mine and traveling all over the country, and, you know, you, your cash flow is much better. Yeah, and pulling that stupid trailer at 10 miles a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Jim, am I hearing someone whine on the other end? I'm not no, whining. No, I'm not whining. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Look at the money I'm saving for not pulling the trailer. I just wish there were more things to do. But, you know, it's not bad. It's not all bad either, getting some of these things done that I've wanted to do. Well, and, and the other interesting thing is families are home together. Now, I'm sure there have been some kids kicked out of homeschool. 
because the parents <laughs> have found out how they behave. But outside of that, uh, I think it's a good learning experience. Yeah, totally different. To- totally, yep. totally different with, with this stuff. They're, they're wondering if, if which is going to be higher. I heard it on the news. That was kind of funny. Divorce rate or birth rate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I took care of one before it, so uh, didn't have anything to do with the birth, so we know what the other side was, and uh, it's, uh, you know, we'll continue to live and live yep, life. Yep, we'll do the best we can. Yep, and that's yep. all you can do, you know. And, uh, you know, it's, I tell you what, it's, I would guess, and I'm not in the hobby, uh, because I couldn't afford to be, quite honestly, but... Uh, with the with the one thing about the classic car hobby or industry or business is that I know Steve that you and Jim both have a ton of friends that uh, and I'm sure you get to talk and keep you know keep active and keep your mind active in the hobby and uh, just talking about it and talking about it with a friend that uh, someone you've known for years and uh, catch up on old times and. I'm sure it's just like veterans talking. Uh, you talk to one of your friends that's uh, been in the classic car hobby with you, and you say, do you remember? And uh, you bring up old conversations and old times and great memories, and that's good and refreshing for everybody, you know? And uh, Well, David, it gives us something to look forward to. Sure. That it does. And... Uh, I uh, I assume that your uh, two what is it Tuesday meetings, Jim? That they've been canceled or what? Uh, are your luncheons or whatever you used to well, do? Well, Steve, you you better answer that because uh, I'm still on lockdown. Well, what they what we've done is is every now and then both the the uh, uh, McDonald's morning breakfast crew and also the Tuesday night dinner crew somebody will will uh, uh, open their driveway, bring a chair on, bring a chair that night, bring your whatever you want, and we'll order pizza and have it delivered. So a few of us have done that, and McDonald's, uh, the McDonald's morning breakfast bunch has done the same thing. Bring your coffee, bring a chair, and we'll sit in the driveway and BS for a while. <laughs> That's great. That's great. You and know? the wives are happy. Sure. Yeah, and the best thing I've been doing is is uh, uh, I'm I'm almost done with the whole Sopranos TV show <laughs> episode. Every one, I bought the whole them. thing, and I'm watching the whole thing. So, <laughs> hey, what are you talking here? What what are you talking? What the hell are you? What are you saying? What are you talking here? Oh, okay, well, Steve, uh, binge watching. I I think there's going to be somebody that'll test you on it at some point, Steve, and make sure that uh, you've watched every detail of it. I have. I've. I, I have. I'm. I'm on the last season. I have three or four more discs to do. I I just like it because it's funny to me. <laughs> yeah, it reminds you of home. It does. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well. well, guys, this yeah, is. And, uh, and, I bet I bet Joe has also uh, binge watched all of them too. Joe Pizzuto. Oh yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah, we we we, yeah. we, 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 we I have. I've talked to Joe about that, and, and you know, you laugh about some of the people and some of the stuff because we both knew those characters. <laughs> mm. Well, he had he had an uncle that'd go away every once in a while. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. He go to school. 
Yeah. And, uh, and he'd have a new Cadillac when he got back. Yeah, well, I was waiting for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, gentlemen, you all are terrific. Uh, shall we um, plan on doing this? Uh, we're, we're sort of in a round table. I'm here. Steve's there, and Jim's over there. So if you connect all the dots, yep. it would sort of be a round table of sorts. And yep. uh, um, Next weekend is Memorial Day. Oh, that's right. It is, isn't it? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I think they've... Uh, I thought they had changed it or something. I don't know. I'll check yeah. on that. We'll see. No, Whatever. No, Monday's Memorial Day. Yeah. Let's come in Monday. Yeah, week from Monday. Week from Monday. Oh, week yeah. from Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the twenty fifth, Monday, the twenty fifth is Memorial Day. Okay, so we've got the twenty third. Right. And what I'm going to say is, do we want to do a show or do we want to honor the vets or how? What What would we like to do? Because we're all vets. Um. You know. <sighs> I don't know. It might be fun to talk about the classic military vehicles. Like everybody, the VJ, you know, the, the Jeep, um, and the role that it played in uh, World War Two, and the role it played in uh, the Korean War, actually, uh, and then was replaced by the Humvee, and, uh, and always out of war or out of a car being in like the like the Jeep after the war then you come out with the uh, civilian version and people love the off-road of the Jeep you know and the same way with the Humvee and there's always the quote-unquote aftermarket of of a military vehicle that's becoming a big segment in uh, military vehicles. If you look at Hemmings Motor News, they have a, cla- uh, 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 a column strictly for that for that stuff. And AACA now has implemented a class for military vehicles hmm. for their national meets. So it's becoming quite the thing. Well, and the Jeep Love-In is in Texas this weekend, I believe. Yeah, and they expected about a thousand Jeeps. <laughs> and, you know, unless they have the cow catcher, the fifty caliber, and an M60, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, I want to thank you for today, and uh, it was beautiful as always being with you guys. And uh, we'll discuss before next week. Next week, and uh, all right. I want to thank everybody for listening. Have a good weekend, and we'll okay. see. You. We'll see you soon you on the Classic Car Show. Take care. All right. Bye, Dave. Bye. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.